Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Vibrarian Show. My name is Joelle and I'm the Vibrarian. I am here because I'm on a mission to elevate, enlighten, and empower you with information that I think you will find helpful or at least interesting. I am here every Thursday night on a knowledge quest. I want to examine the topics that are out there, the mysterious and the not-so-mysterious things that are in plain view. And so every Thursday evening at 9 p.m., I'm here on the Vibrary Radio Network from 9 until, uh, I guess, the conversation ends. And I'm just so excited to be able to share these conversations with people who call in from around the country and to be a part of the discussions of things that are going on. So um, you can find The Vibrarian on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and I would love to connect with you. I have a community that I like to call the Good Vibe Tribe, and um, I'm always out trying to pass along information I think that is helpful, that is, I think is uplifting, that will help you as it helps me, and I love sharing that with you and invite other people to share with me as well. You can connect with me at the Vibrarian, that's T-H-E, V is in vibration, I-B-E for energy, R-A-R-I-A-N, the Vibrarian. Yes, I did used to be a Vibrarian, but now I'm working only with high vibrational information. So I've had a lovely shift in my career, and I'm having a great time. And you all joining me for these conversations is part of that beautiful dream that is manifesting. I so appreciate when you're here with me. Tonight on our show, I want to talk about the energies that are surrounding the equinox. Now, the equinox is coming up here, and it is, um, it's an it's kind of a planetary alignment, I guess you would say, that takes place, and it has been observed in cultures all around the world. So I want to talk about the significance and history and current context for people about what the equinox means to you, what you're doing or feeling around that energy. So I definitely invite you to call in. Um, there is a chat room if you are streaming online. You can click there and put your questions, and I will be able to get them on during the show this evening. And also, if you're on the phone line, which is 646-668-8988, just press 1 anytime throughout the evening if you have a comment you'd like to add to the conversation. So now the equinox, to me, and um, I can say personally I've always loved this time of year because I'm a Libra. So this means that birthday season is coming up. And I honestly did not cannot say that I've been overly aware of the equinox prior to a few years ago. I mean, I'd heard about it, I think, in high school conversations and classes that we had. Um, I wasn't really a student of astrology or the planets in, at any earlier times in my life until maybe the last 10 years or so. So I started to become more aware of that there were times when there were places on the planet you could go to see certain stars and planets align in very specific ways, that you could go to Stonehenge, um, Machu Picchu, Chichen Itza, um, various places, and Egypt, of course, and experience these amazing uh, alignments that would spot a light, maybe the size of even a, a quarter on one specific day of the year. And you find these kinds of evidence in archaeology that shows that these kinds of dates were important to the point that they structured the whole alignment of those buildings and temples and pyramids to align exactly with those specific either times of day or times of what we've come to call the year. So the equinox is one of those when now that there is an equality, the day is not longer than the night and vice versa, whereas we find that as we get into the winter season leading up to solstice and beyond towards spring, the days are getting, the nights are longer, the days are shorter. So this kind of marks a transition into that uh, uh, different hemisphere 
in the in the circle that is the cycle of I guess growth and life and time as we've come to know it, seasons as we've come to know them. So uh it's very interesting because some people feel an energetic shift and you hear people say all the time, you know what, I am not really a winter person. I don't like the cold. But if you give me summer, I feel good and oh my goodness. And you'll hear other people say, oh, I just can't hardly do anything in the summertime. I'm just so bad. I can't wait till the weather gets a little cooler and I'll feel like being active. So I think that at a kind of basic level, we all recognize that we might vibrate energetically with the earth's energy in more than a just casual way. Like once you really start to examine yourself and what you kind of like and what kind of places and spaces you like to be in, you'll find that you might um, also become not only physically more energetic during certain times of the year, certain seasons, but you become more mentally active possibly, or more emotionally active. Um, So everybody kind of has a way of aligning with the seasonal expressions. And, of course, we are all dependent on the the growth cycle that is planting seeds and harvest. I mean, this covers everything from the birth of the, the animals that we consume to the plants and the grains that provide us our nutrition as well as our building structures at one point of human's development. So, you know, you have to respect that there is an importance to the the way that our energy manifests on this planet. And the equinox has been observed then as that place where the scale then will start to tip one way or the other. <coughs> Excuse me. So, One of the things that I had the wonderful experience of doing is being at Chichen Itza in Mexico last year for the autumnal or fall equinox. And it was quite amazing because I I visited Chichen Itza before during the summer months, but I knew that there was one particular day when it was going to be, or actually it was going to be a period of about three days, that there was going to be this phenomenon that made Chichen Itza one of the seven wonders of the new world. So it, on that particular day, the way that the uh, El Castillo, the pyramid there is constructed, you will see a phenomenon where a shadow um, shows the image of uh, the serpent god Kukul Khan descending from the heavens. And it's it's rather interesting. It's hard to describe, and I certainly would say if you get a chance to visit on the equinox, certainly to do so. But it was obviously so important that the whole triangle of this several hundred foot pyramid was made so that on that one kind of window of the sun's progression through the sky, at a specific time, you had to be there like between, uh, you had to be in the park by 3.30, and then the phenomena would happen between 4.45 and 4.50, and if the sun didn't come out from the clouds by about 5 after 5, it was not going to be able to be observed. And it's a rainy, it was a rainy particular day, and I think it was kind of a rainy time of year, um, possibly. And so you really do take your chances when you're trying to observe something that happens down to a 15-minute window, three days a year, six times a year, three days in the spring, three days in the fall, this one thing happens. And to me, the kind of... um, the possibilities of that, the reasons why it was so significant that a whole civilization constructed a major monument to that particular energy as they expressed it with Kukul Khan coming to bring the harvest, that's so huge to me. You know, there are people today who build million-dollar buildings that don't give a concern about what angle the building is pointing on um, and they certainly don't look to the heavens or skies to see that it's in any kind of alignment. They just look at the architectural engineering from a very practical and grounded standpoint. And so, you know, it, it just really stirs up questions in me 
than to say, well, how could this be significant for me in my present reality? And so I've been reading quite a bit um, on the Internet, listening to many YouTube videos and, and just trying to keep myself aware. And we've been talking on this show on previous episodes as well. There has been a lot of energetic movement, it seems, in people's realities this year. And certainly the eclipse, the great uh, solar eclipse of 2017, in, in mid-August, and then the lunar eclipse at the beginning. Then a lot of eyes focused towards the sky uh, this year for major significant events, the kind of things that only happen every 40 to 60, 70 years. So, uh, you know, eyes are turned upwards. We're having different kind of conversations about eclipses and equinoxes and things of that nature than possibly ever before. And so... You know, there is also a coming forth of the scientific knowledge that's showing that these archaeological things are not flukes. They're actual intentional uh, engineering that, you know, can really be studied from a different angle now if it could be seen as actually showing the validity of this, you know, of the wisdom of the peoples of those times. Um, I think that certainly if you're looking to be in a natural rhythm, then you learn to flow with the rhythms that, and rather than fighting against the tide and making something harder for yourself or impossible, you learn to kind of leverage the way that things are going in any particular moment. And I think that that is one of the things that we have seen with the whole movement to localize, um, localize the food that you eat, localize the products that you purchase, so that they're in the season that they should be in, natural to where you are inhabiting. You know, so some of the artificial constructs of our reality are, I think, moving to a different place that does start to resonate more with the natural energies that we saw our ancestors really made sure to emphasize in so many ways. I think that's really exciting. And and I actually, I would love to be somewhere like Stonehenge or Egypt, uh, any of those places, because the grand scale of even the knowledge that has trickled down to me as your typical American school, public school educated person, the amount of um, knowledge that is still coming forward about these amazing structures, the the wonders of the ancient world, uh, the things that we're finding, you know, pyramids beneath the floor in Antarctica and and China and Russia and places that we have previously not known there to be pyramids. So I think it's really interesting because the science is now supporting some of what we've only been describing or that we might have dismissed as some kind of primitive uh, hokey pokey. You know, um, I think there were at a time when they certainly would say the Celts and the Druids might have been ridiculed by some for their ceremonial things and maybe miseducation occurred in order to really distort what the energy of that particular culture was, which was paying a close relationship with the earth as a partner rather than as something to be just used up. I think it's interesting that we're now in a flowering, and and a lot of what I'm reading about this equinox energy and the eclipse energy is that we are moving into higher vibrational realities. So more and more people are becoming aware of not feeling natural and seeking to come into their fullest self or their what who they truly are being authentic. And so a lot of that then is is shaking off the artificial structures, the artificial constraints and returning to a more connected framework. And so, you know, for things to be able to balance in our reality, we have been living in an imbalanced dynamic where there's a lot of have-have-nots, fors and against, 
Um, everything is, you know, side A versus side B in the way that the model in the media presents it. And I think a lot of people are stepping back and saying, well, no, in balance is actually not struggle. Balance is actually the opposite of struggle. When everyone is jockeying for that balance to come, um, when, say, it might be, you know, there is no struggle between the summer and the fall. There's a natural progression where one, the sun recedes and the nighttime comes stronger, and then there's a natural progression where the nighttime recedes and the sun grows stronger. And that's not a struggle when you see in nature. But what we see in our present model is that everything is taken out of its natural cycle. Plants are picked prematurely so that they can be shipped around the country. Um, Children are put into school at hours that are too early or too late for them to be at their mental best. People are put into work schedules that are taxing, that take them away from the natural rhythms of the body. So all of this is in the interest of kind of creating this reality for ourselves. But more and more people are saying, you know what? I am not feeling good. Night shift doesn't agree with me, or I can't do this. Um, it, It doesn't feel good inside my spirit. And they're looking for ways then to shift out of that individually. But it's happening across a broad spectrum. More and more people are are moving in the same direction to say, no, we must first live in balance. And so I think that this is the perfect time of year for all of the things to talk about balance. I'm, I'm not an astrologer. There is a lot of um, astrology out there that talks about what this energy of the eclipses and the Virgo energy of this particular new moon, and they can explain it a lot better than I can. And certainly if I ever um, give an idea that you have an issue with, feel free to please call because I'm always interested in hearing varying viewpoints as a way to even expand myself. But um, they're all talking about this is the time to really, if you've been working hard and just have not necessarily been seeing rewards or you've been feeling like it's just still not here yet, my happy place, that this marks the beginning of the season where all of the things that you have really invested from a a place, uh, be it positive or negative, will start to make them their manifestation apparent to you in a lot more rapid fashion whereas it might have been below the ground but now it's you know it's going to basically sprout up or rain down on you I guess would be more apropos for the harvest but uh, all your diligent labor if you've been working to shift your life, if you've been working to make changes, if you've been working to move away from situations and things that have not been serving you, then you're really going to start to feel a difference in yourself that really can can carry you for the next six months, as I understand it, because of the eclipse energy. So uh, now that things are balanced and you have an opportunity to use the added energy of balance to do some work on yourself to find more balance than you might have presently. And there's a lot of information out there on the ways that people are doing that. Some people are joining group meditations. Other people are just doing some planning on their own to see where they are in their life, what they wish to leave behind and let go, and what they're really intent now on manifesting for the new cycle of their life, um, there's so many ways that you can observe this kind of energy. And I know I personally have been feeling quite a bit of, some days I'm tired, other days I'll have a pounding head, uh, and I will say there is quite a bit of solar activity. I mean, we've had the 14th largest solar flare ever recorded since recordings have been 
able to be captured. Solar flare that hit right in the middle of two major hurricanes. We've got hurricanes coming in and hurricanes having gone through. So, you know, there's quite a bit of conversation, energy of awareness. There's a lot of things going on that people are paying to in different degrees. So, you know, um, if you're out there listening this evening, I see we've got callers on the air. I want to see what your equinox feeling is. Caller, area code 256, how are you doing this evening? Hello. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Good, you're on the air. Is this Cousin Tony? Yeah, this is Joel. Yes, man, yes. Yeah. I just wanted to hear uh, this uh Getting caught up because uh, I had uh, my phone doing the eclipse around 10 o'clock when it came across Oregon. I had just come from the VA hospital doing my therapy, and I anticipated something was getting ready to happen, but I didn't know what it was. But my phone was sitting next to me on my recliner, and something told me to grab it. So when I grabbed it, it was burning hot, and it was just flipping. I was watching the news channel as it was coming across Oregon. So when it did that, I turned it off. When I turned it off mm. and cut it back on, the screen was rolling. And the screen was rolling so fast when it slowed down, I had uh, Bubba Dick Gregory on my face as my face page. And he was just rolling. Wow. And rolling. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I just lost my brother, you know, not too long ago. So, man, it was really right. spiritual. We was, we was connected. So I I, uh, I I took the battery out and uh, uh-huh. for about 15 minutes. And I put it back in. And the same thing was going, going on. So... It didn't frighten me anything, so I knew something going on with my energy. And then normally I, yeah. I wouldn't be willing to admit it, but that's exactly what it was. It brought my phone up. I had to go get mm-hmm. another phone, so I missed a lot of your, your uh, conversation because I was going to call in. But anyway, what I want to tell people about one one thing is based about understanding what you were saying is the balance. And I've been talking to uh, a lot of people here recently about the energy and what you be receiving and everything because they call me or talk to me in a way where they I can get the information where they understand it. Because a lot of times people mm-hmm. are fearful for, of things that they don't understand. So when mm-hmm. you got unconscious people walking around and you're having all these things that you're seeing, they're seeing, but they, they can't explain it. And when you can't right. explain something to yourself, you hold it in and you want to pretend like you know, but you don't know. So you have to see right. and listen around, you know, because the spirit I have in me, I know all of my elder people and the people in the past, it's come, it coming through me. That's what the energy is about. Mm-hmm. And so right. when I try to explain to people, you're not supposed to be afraid of it. You're supposed to be receiving because it's a vibration. It's warning. It's right. warning before destruction. You always warning before mm-hmm. destruction. And it's up to you to understand and see what the warning signs is. So just like lightning, right. you know, thunder, lightning. And so everything is really basically what we, what we came here with, simplicity of mm-hmm. life. We really actually have, so we have to get back to the simplicity of the way we came here and why we're here That's and right. the reason we're here. So it won't be any more committing suicide and all these things because you don't know who you are and why you're here and what your purpose in life is. Everybody's right. purpose in life. And so we came here, and naturally what we're supposed to do is now we're supposed to reproduce. And see, we don't understand and know, and it get a little bit deeper, but, Joel, I really appreciate it because mm-hmm. it help heals me. Because some, by listening to a lot of wise people, it helped heal me because I understand. I, you can't do anything about what you see and feel. But if you understand right. it, then maybe it won't come out in a negative emotion. I try to be positive in everything I do. So I tell people, try to be on the right side of righteousness. That means you're going to have to be on the positive side of everything. Don't let negativity in no shape or form, even talking, even thinking. Mm-hmm. Even and that right there will right. get you in a positive. You go to bed with that and you wake up with that on a daily basis and you practice that, then it becomes you. And therefore, you will never right. be controlled by some wickedness that's going on in this world. I just wanted to say that, mention that in that comment. Well, that is the truth of it. You know, that, that is the truth of it, because I will tell you that um, I'm a firm believer that the powers that be, those that have more than, say, I have of everything, uh, the ones that control the messaging that I receive through technology and devices and, and TV mm-hmm. and media, you know, they have a vested interest in distracting me from me. 
I call them mm-hmm. lessons of mass distraction, right? So like you said, mm-hmm. we are born it's a natural ability. I just heard a lecturer talk about yesterday how kids are wide open, and when they say, I don't like so-and-so, most of the time we shush them instead of saying, mm-hmm. okay, let's talk about why you don't like so-and-so. Or if they color somebody green, like that they see their right. imaginary friend and they color it, find out more rather than suppressing it because they are just being their natural self and they may be seeing auras, they may be seeing other kinds of energy that you just don't uh, aren't aware of and you could unknowingly suppress mm-hmm. that. And then the well, rest of us as adults are now having get, to get back to that state of getting in touch with ourselves and our energy. A lot of it comes from, you know, the genetic engineering. We don't heard about that and talk, you know, for for years. But, you know, we got to remember where we come from. You know, the Tuskegee experience mm-hmm. and all this now. You can't, you can't trust everything that people tell you that's supposed to be good for you because everybody's different. Everybody's body right. is different. And and no right. no matter what you have, to, you got to know yourself and what you can tolerate in order to keep from doggone falling behind what somebody done told you. You have to find out about you. And so what I teach people in this TLC, I just had a one leave here a while ago. Learn how to be in touch with self. Self will guide you back right. anything that you do. But if you're not in connection right. with yourself right now and don't know how, then communicate with me or anyone that you know that you know you're going to get the truth out of no matter what. It may hurt you sometimes. It may be some things right. you may have to correct. But you cannot accomplish nothing in this world with ego. That's, that's the whole United States problem, ego. We practice it, but right. we don't even know what we practice. And ego right. will destroy anything that you're trying to build positive. So that's the nature in right. it. So I build that within a person. Once you do that, kill that, you kill that ego in you, then you can move forward. Other than that right there, you think you're moving forward and you're not. Well, you know, you don't have to, have to kill your ego now. you got to balance it, right? Yeah, because exactly. we are meant to be in this human experience with ego. Right, the negative but the side, thing is yeah, to find that side. balance of it. Yeah, the balance yeah. in all things, right? It's not easy. It's an active uh, endeavor. You know what I'm saying? You don't just stack yeah. stuff up and then it stays the same. We are changing beings, so being in balance is a constant awareness activity, right? Yeah. You're always supposed yeah. to be processing what you you're like a. 360 degree on all angles, multi-dimensional weather vane GPS, right? So we're supposed to be actively looking at our controls and the readouts and feeling how we're feeling, listening to ourselves, looking ourselves over, just like you would a car, only better, you know what I'm saying? It's an active thing. You know when your car needs gas, you know when the tires are low, you know when it needs wash. Pay as much attention to your inner self. Is my spirit singing? Am I passionate and joyful? Am I stressed and tired? Uh, you know, like really being then engaged in that balancing. Yeah, the, I mean, the I most think important that thing is you, balance. Balancing, know how to get balance. Right. Everybody don't know how to get balance, and when they get it, they don't know how to maintain it. You know what I mean? Right. It, and it's difficult to explain that for a person that uh, hadn't been through the experience of something that I've been through, but I understand it at a better level now. I understand it. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't because of something. It was just an energy level that I was on and nobody understood. You understand? But when you understand right. it, then you can tell somebody, you know. It's like a child right. tell you, well, that's, that's hurting me. Well, how could that be hurting you? I'm doing your hair. Well, Mama, you pulling my hair, it hurts. And some people, it's getting with my heart. She might not have been tender headed, but her daughter mm-hmm. is. So it, it's it's different like that. So you have to right. really pay attention. Everything ain't for everybody, and, and you got to understand everybody feeling emotions is just not like yours. Balance, if you say well, balance. One thing that I've seen, and you're a good example, um, is that a lot of people will say, man, what can I do? I'm really, you know, when I think about what's going on in society around me, I get really angry and I want to do something. I want to make improvements. And I always tell people that fighting negative energy with fight is not the right avenue of resolution. What we're supposed to do is to come into our own self-love, our own strength, our own living in our truth as an individual, 
And our energy then will draw to us others who want to be or are already being that for themselves. And it's almost like a spark then that catches fire. One Mm -hmm. by one by one, people are Mm -hmm. shifting rather than mass protests. You know what I'm saying? Mass Mm -hmm. protests might be the outcome for some people of their getting awakening and starting to be passionate about something. But for others, it's just quietly going about their regular business, but being a light to somebody else who has a question, who will be drawn to them on purpose with the answer for their question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and most of the times people just need to open their mouth. You know, people think Mm -hmm. they're having this really crazy experience that they're alone and nobody's ever felt how they might be feeling. And if you just, like, open your mouth and be like, man, I think I hear... Such a pleasure. I'm seeing such a you know, find you know, out somebody else. You know what? A, done thought you it. know what a wise <laughs> the, the wise man told me if you approach everyone with a smile, just like our brother the Jeep, if you approach everything with a smile, they'll be willing to come and talk to you. And so that's what that's my nature now. I love to love, and I practice on love. And so, how do you get people? to come open to you or open up with a question. I see it every day in the grocery store. They're coming back. People I don't even know because they see the spirit of love so I can trust. They trust the love so they can get the answer because, yeah, this is what I need. And so now right. that's why I do it. You know, it's just, you know, it's something that you want to do in life. And uh, I look, I've been through a whole lot of my life for the government and the whole, whole nine yards. So I understand, the, you know, the, the, what I can give and I love to give. So, just ask questions. People, you're not gonna get people to come to you when you think when they think they you're better than them. It, it, and a lot of times, right. like I say, was that you know, I don't care what you got. It's just being comfortable in your own skin. But everybody can't be comfortable in their own skin. They got to perpetrate or put on for all the show for somebody or something to get something or someone or something. So it's just giving being people have the confidence to be who you are. You know, what I mean, I want to lose weight. Where well, everything in life is about sacrificing this one. You have to pull back from the plate sometimes. Do that one couple of times a week than you normally do. You know what I mean? Just just practice on some things about you, the individual, what you like about yourself. And then when you start doing that and you start putting yourself first and start taking care of yourself and the whole light of you and the love of you will start to come out. And that's how you change people. You can talk. We can talk all day. But the thing about it is give them something that you can show up leaving with, and that's true. Say, I love you and, and mean it. And so the love of soul, right. the love, man, will dominate anything. But I appreciate you so much because understanding the solo, the solo flex and all that kind of stuff, why everything, because like I said, I anticipated it happening. And sure enough, it happened right on time at 10 o'clock. Sure did. So right. Joy, sugar did. Yeah, that, um, you know, I, I watch a guy on YouTube. I've been watching him for many years now. Um, Suspicious Observers is a YouTube channel. I have to give him a shout-out because every day, He's mm-hmm. he's like a real straight up scientist. He they gather all the data from the various NASA streams and all the little data dumps that are spread out across the US government and different research places and he puts together a compiled report every day. So solar flares, CMEs, magnetosphere and he has done a lot of research and collecting a lot of independent kind of scientists. They have a conference now every year that's cropped up, but they talk about solar-related weather and earth disturbances like earthquakes. And he's predicting stuff with like a high degree of accuracy based on what they're seeing coming off the sun. They'll know that there's going to be earthquakes coming. And, you know, it's very interesting. I catch him every day. His little reports are like five minutes long. But, you know, they've been getting longer, and they're like September is a year that has been a month that is full of record-breaking things that have never been seen before in terms of solar and planetary activity. And I'm like, well, that's what they say, you know. Now, there are some sites that are saying that the end of the world is on September 23rd, and that's going to be the – Armageddon, or I don't know what all they're saying, but there's quite a bit of – of te- fear teaching that the other oh, rapture, I think, is supposed to happen on on Saturday. I guess yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, um, well, it's see, the whole, people. The whole, 
the whole thing is about power and control, money, power, and control. See, once you understand the money, power, control, it is going to enter with the fear. Things going to happen and happen just like they said back in the Bible days, even before the Bible days. These are things going to happen without man having anything to do with it. You understand that he can predict, but he can't guarantee. So if you live your life one day at a time, you understand and try to understand what you can to get to a, a, a right person to give you the right information because when we, once we become adults, we get to a point where we – we too fearful to ask somebody for some uh, the right thing, or you automatically think you know it and assume, and then you end up passing good, you know. But being having someone like this radio station call in, like I did the first time, and just listen to find out if someone out there just like me is willing to share mm-hmm. with God's gift, God gift gifted to me, and and not be fearful of it, or not be shameful of it, not being able to uh, express yourself for what you see with your own eyes that God gave you. Can nobody get inside your house? Certainly not doubt it. Yeah. So, so uh, I just appreciate that. I got another appointment. Give it to talk to someone else, but I appreciate it. And I'll call All back right. in another time. I appreciate Love you listening and for your contribution. Love you too, Tony. All right. I appreciate having him call in this evening to have a conversation. Listen to a couple episodes and connected. That's my fam from way back. So I loved how people are just really becoming conscious. And these aren't the kind of conversations we had 20 years ago, but the kind of conversations we're having now has shifted all you know all around. And I'm really excited about the fact that there are people out there who call into shows like this um, and want to have conversations, want to approach things from a lot of different perspectives, and want to stay woke, as Childish Gambino says. So. One of our regular contributors is Monica, and Monica, you're with us again this evening. And you know this, man. <laughs> How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> excellent, excellent. We had uh, Tony call in and contribute to the conversation for a while. He had to run, but he brought us some excellent yeah. things. It sounds like he's shining his light around yes. those that he's in, and they're coming to him for education and enlightenment. And all of us are really having different conversations. And I believe that as much as I teach, I am learning at the exact moment. It is an energy exchange, and that everybody, mm-hmm. there's something from you to learn in every conversation. It does not matter how I might deem it at that moment. It's something of value to get to exchange energy with other human beings. Right. I I definitely agree. And you made a good point about people just opening up their mouth. It's just that simple. Even if it's opening up to a smile to make someone feel comfortable in coming and asking you a question, whatever the question is, and it's the communication that we've got to get back into and that connecting and that whole human experience. And I think that's what a lot of the energy is um, kind of trying to tell us now. You, you talked about the, um, Tony talked about his phone going out and just turning it off. And, you know, that got me to thinking how, you know, just lately with all the energy that's coming through and the new gadgets that's coming out, things are exploding and not working and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I wonder if people ever thought about it. This is the universe way of saying, you know what, let's put that down and let's go outside and let's commune with nature. Let's meet your neighbor. Let's get back into that cohesiveness as a as a species before, you know, we got the Internet. Though it's wonderful. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's wonderful. But I think sometimes we got to step back and just, connect, you know, even, you know, the times that I'm with the Good Vibe Tribe or I'm at the different um, events that you get, it's just not going, it's just not going to get a reading. It's going into a room with so much positive energy, you know, walking in and there's people smiling and there's people greeting you and it's just like a warm and fuzzy feeling. And that is one of the things that keeps me coming back, you know, even if I decide not to do a reading that day, just sitting around all that knowledge, all that positive energy, you know, different conversations popping off here and there and knowledge just flowing. You know I mean? I wish I could just put everybody, everybody get in a circle and let's get this, get this going, you know, and just mm-hmm. spread that love all over. 
but yeah, it's, it's about that, you know, again, communication as well as education. Education and learning. I've done so much learning. How have you been feeling with the, uh, have you felt any of the eclipse energies or things that you attribute to the eclipse? Anything been eclipsed out of your life? And are you feeling anything uh, in terms of the releasing? Are you, or was that kind of happening for you? Are you aware of it? Just kind of where are you with Equinox? Well, for me, uh, again, I'm still a beginner in learning and understanding how my body shifts with the energy. And, um, of course, every time I listen to you, I learn something new. So I hadn't been paying attention about the little equinox and everything that was going on. And I was having a little roller coaster. <laughs> and, like, I was doing pretty good. And all of a sudden, my I kind of little like felt like I was tanked a little bit. You know, I got really kind of down and kind of yucky feeling. And I was like, wow, where is that? You know, weepy and, you know, some different things were going on. And even in that, it was like, okay, let's try to flip this around. Let's try to think different. Let's try to – and I, what I started doing is I've been using my writing to help me get through my little, you know, my little hard times. So when I kind of tanked this time, I was like, okay, well, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to just ride it out. I'm not going to trip. I'm just going to just, you know, be in the moment. And uh, today it got a little better, you know, and I was like, okay. And it was another eye-opener, like, you got to pay attention to certain things. Like you said, you know, keep in line. The more information I feel like I'm getting, the more I I realize I have to get more. I don't know if that sounded right. It's like um, you, it's almost like a, a, it's a constant kind of thing. It's like, okay, I got this. What's the next one? What's the next one? And each time you turn, it's like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Oh, well, that that makes sense, and that goes with that. Okay, so what's the next thing? And I think that's what I've been Enjoying so yeah, riding the energy up and down. Like I said, my writing, I'm still I think on a high from um, the eclipse, really and truly, because I finished my book today, my first book today, and I'm done with my editing, and I'm like, yay, <laughs> finally! And just as I was finishing, I finished it and put everything together. You know, my mind was like, okay, book two, let's get it. And I'm like, okay, I can ride this. I can okay. ride this a little bit and see how and see where this takes me. And so, and I'm just been trying to, like you said, keeping a positive, making sure that I'm balanced, and also making sure that I am creating positive spaces. You know, what I mean, uh, last show you talked about, you know, negative things and reposting things on Facebook, and that really had me thinking about just how much time we spend on, you know, seeing negative things and pulling certain things into our energy and our environment. So I've been kind of detoxing from the Internet Mm -hmm. and just really getting into reading and just, again, this time seems like this is the right time to Knowledge is just flowing so well. Why not take advantage of it? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that's just the kind of energy I'm in. I'm like, I'm just riding it. You know, like a if the wave is big, okay, I got to stand up on the surfboard. If I'm cool, I can lay down and paddle my way through. We'll just see how the energy's gonna go. Well, I will say that. Um one of the channels that I love on YouTube, and, you know, when I'm talking about these channels, I haven't been paid any promotional consideration by them. If I ever am, I will let you know before I talk about them. Okay. So um, Suspicious Observers is a site to definitely go to for your space weather. He's awesome. And then I would definitely say to check out Steve Noble, N-O-B-E-L, and his YouTube channel is The Soul Matrix. 
And I just discovered him a few, maybe two months ago, three months ago at the most. His recommend, one of his recordings was recommended to me, and I absolutely love what he calls his transmissions. And they are meditative journeys that deliver deeply, for me, they've been very deeply um, transformative experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're across the broad spectrum, uh, invoking the energies of Avalon and invoking energies of Atlantis, energies of the violet flame, of healing. I mean, he's, he's really all over the place, but there's so much... Um, then in frequency that I think can be uh, lightened or elevated in experiencing things like that. You know, I definitely right. would say to put him on your YouTube because it's like some days those energies where you might have a headache or feel tired, you can listen to some of these recordings by people who are really aware and feeling the same energies as, as you are and are creating healing uh, things to counterbalance that, like, in the moment, uh, because we're really in such a here-and-now kind of time, especially with the technology. Mm -hmm. That's where the technology is good, because you can have somebody record something, and within three minutes it's available to hundreds of thousands of people. So you can do a lot of energy responsiveness rather than tweeting negative memes than to pass mm-hmm. along positive YouTube meditations. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. There's something to shift energy mm-hmm. the other way of the pendulum rather than the negative way. I think exactly. we're all looking at the issue of balance. Am I balanced? And am I happy with the harvest that I'm going to, you know, when I get this harvest, what do right. I want to shift before next spring so that my harvest is a little different? You know, if I'm a mm-hmm. negative and stingy person and I'm harvesting negative and stingy reality, then I can change what I plant over the next planting season, let go, and then grow a different crop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah, exactly. And if I'm exactly. happy with what I got, then I'm going to keep, you know, being, doing the same time. successful right. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I know we had talked about music before, and... um I can't remember the exact terminology that you had given me regarding, like, there were some kind of tones that you can use to help relax. So the Schumann resonance, S-C-H-U-M-A-N-N resonance, or solfagio tones, S-O-L-F-E-G-G-I-O. I may be pronouncing that incorrect, so... uh, Glad they take any kind of clarification on that. But these are tones that are tuned to a frequency based on mathematics, uh, whereas, uh, so 432 megahertz, 528, mm-hmm. uh, these are frequencies, and they um, there are people creating music and sound experiences that will use those frequencies in a way that heals and balances your chakra and energetic body through sound. So you can look for any number of um, sophagio-based meditation journeys and soundscapes. And then you can also look for binaural beats or isochronic tones. Now, Binaural beats and isochronics, they work in terms of what they call entrainment or the brainwave function. So each Mm -hmm. of your ears hears a different frequency on purpose, but those two frequencies come together to create a third wave state in the brain. And so people um, create um, experiences to help with focus and attention to help with mm-hmm. anxiety, pain management, sleep. I mean, there's all manner wow. of things that people believe if you find the right frequency, you can cause the brain to balance itself with that once that third energy or the body or the heart or whatever will balance itself in response to that binaural stimulation. So it's very mm-hmm. mathematical and scientific, but it has an energetic 
the fact that it has an energetic response that pure scientists somewhat scoff at, but there are millions mm-hmm. of people who say, no, uh, binaural beats, wow, they really help me. I don't care for right. isochronic tones because they're a little bit more of a clinical metallic sound, so I tend mm-hmm. to gravitate towards the binaural experiences with, with the tones or music over top of them. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> And I definitely have found them very helpful. I'm one of those people that I'd rather kind of have a guided meditation than do my own meditation, but I've had to kind of move away from those. But, you know, I really like to go on meditative journeys. And, you Mm -hmm. know, Steve Nobel's channel, that's why I really like it, because his journeys are really unbelievable. And he's been doing a lot about balancing ancestral energy, balancing negative and positive, getting clearing negative energy, releasing. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I love that he's right along the energy of the collective, of the same conversations we're all kind of having about shaking off old and that that no longer fits us and getting more balanced, work, life, spirit, love, all those things, shifting our energy around. I, it just, it made me, um, it came to mind with, you know, so many people, I love music. And it's such a universal uh, piece, you know, vehicle of communication. So I just wondered if there were different things, you know, out there that could, you know, help you get into certain moods or, you know, even for me, I was meditating and I didn't even know that's what I was doing when I was younger. So I had to be told, okay, you know, you could went from meditation to prayer, and then I had to understand what the two were. And um, so for me, I like soothing music. I'm not. I'm a more instrumental person now, especially with some of the songs that are coming out. And I'm still, you know, stuck in my, I guess, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And I just wondered if anybody, any artist, had ever, you know, really tried to work with those different kind of sounds that could, you know what I mean, like as you said, for balance and different things like that. And then, you know, something else that you can listen to besides some of the stuff that's out there now. Oh, yeah, no doubt. There is a lot of things now that are emerging again that say, okay, let's play sounds, go to a sound spot, go to a sound healing event, go to a, a... uh, sensory room, go somewhere where there's no noise, you know what I mean? Um, right, right. Because they're learning that people are more affected by that energy, you know. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's right. wonderful because we're in a time where we're getting an opportunity to see more and more kind of of the imbalance in the world and as a response to that, we're being called to weigh how do we feel about this. And then if it doesn't, um, you know, meet our expectations and feel balanced, um, you know, we have an opportunity to say, you know what, uh, I, I am sovereign and I have, am empowered and it is okay for me to be an individual. It's okay for this not to feel good to me. It's okay for this not to feel balanced to me. I'm not wrong for speaking up about it and not fitting me, you know, and let me go ahead right. and stand in that and find the balance that works for me and whatever works for me is okay because I have that right, you know. Right, right. I think that right. if that's what the equinox energy is bringing down, then I'm totally down with that, you know. I, I so it's definitely more like a go rather, with the flow. Is it more well, like a no, go like with the flow? Know, it's more like know what your flow is. Like, okay. you know, what is, am I balanced? Am I feeling all right? Am I passionate? Am I getting enough of everything that I need? Is my life in the order that I want it to be? What am I ready to release? And from the eclipse, what am I ready to let go out of my life? Where am I, you know, what do I want to bring into more into my life? What am I about to receive mm-hmm. in that, you know? And so it's a, make the keeping energy in a moment intentions. Of 
Well, say plant the energetic seeds, for you know, of already knowing. Well, I'm harvesting. I'm getting ready to harvest, and let me mm-hmm. get in mind what I don't want to grow. Well, I'm releasing cucumbers this year. I don't want to grow cucumbers <laughs> this year, and it's, I'm okay with that. Cucumbers yeah. are fine. It's not anything personal. Cucumbers, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, it's just a moving I have on a garage full of cucumbers. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, my harvest is coming. I got a garage full of cucumbers. And I can't make any more pickles. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, right. Let's get some salads rolling. I I I, I can right. understand that definitely. Oh, okay. So okay. we should have been feeling like where we're out of balance. We should have been making itself evident to us by tension in our body, circumstances being kind of wonky. You know, uh, the old stuff just not resonating necessarily. Not yeah, wanting to do I've the had same a, stuff, yeah. feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's I've had a time. lot of it's, that. It's going to be coming into make steps. You'll start to see where to make steps to bring yourself into balance. And I think that's what the equinox is 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 going to be talking about. So I mean, I would mm-hmm. love to hear more people's stories throughout the week. Hopefully, we'll see some posts on Facebook, and I'll continue to do so. Getting down to the last few minutes of tonight's show, I wanted to just share with you a few things. Um, I am participating in the Hay House World Psychic Summit. I'm just registered. It's a free registration, and I'm letting everyone know about it because I think it's an awesome opportunity. Um, it's only from today, or well, the 20th through the 26th, and every day there's like three or four modules, and I think they're all 45 minutes to an hour long, so you really got to like be on it if you're going to catch one or more than one. But they have different tracks, and it's all about developing your intuition, your inner seeing, your uh, your understanding the kind of communications that you're receiving from your guides and angels and loved ones. Um, and it's really awesome. I know, um, Monica, you tried to register. I think you had some difficulty streaming the audio. But um, there's like five yeah, more days, four more days of programming available. But I, I, I think I'm going to try another vehicle. Mm-hmm. I try another vehicle mm-hmm. to try and get in because I was just going through the itinerary for the um, the week, and there's some awesome things on there. Yeah, really, a really good awesome presentation. Mhm. So, I listened to one yesterday. It was very good. I definitely recommend it if anyone can join in. And then, you know, every Tuesday is the Psychic Inside Show. And this coming week, my uh, guest is going to be Glenda Emery. Glenda is a very well known uh, psychic medium here in the Atlanta area. And I'm looking forward to interviewing her. Our paths have crossed many times that I've never sat down with her, so I'm very interested to learn more about her. That is this coming Tuesday. And then the next Thursday, a week from tonight, my topic is DMT, the DMT journey. And for those of you who don't know, DMT uh, is a chemical that is found in all things, but most people talk about it when they're talking about taking the medicine journey, that would be ayahuasca or frog medicine, sapo, peyote, any other number of uh, mushrooms, psychedelics that lead into a realm of the brain that is not necessarily normally active and the kind of experiences and healing that can come out of that. So I'm really excited because I've got several guest hosts that will be uh, joining me One of them is a friend of mine who I met in Mexico. He's actually Australian, but he's living in Thailand right now. So I'm really excited to be able to have Barnaby on the panel next week, and I've got a couple other people lined up as well. So I do hope that you will tune back in. Well, this has been the Vibrarian Show, and I've just been talking here with my callers, uh, Tony and Monica. Thanks for calling in been talking about the equinox and the energy update and what it means to be balanced in an imbalanced kind of reality and some of the ways that we can use that energy in the coming days to be more aware, hopefully. As always, I invite you to call in and talk with me, and if there's a topic you want to talk about, be sure to just let me know. I'm definitely open to having a conversation about it. Until next time, I'm wishing you all of the blessings that you can hold. 
to overflowing so you can't even take any more of the abundance that you're receiving. The light in me honors the light in you. Namaste.